mystery and horror, the air itself is filled with monsters. Children of the night, what music they make. It's alive! It's alive! Well, hello, all you monster fiends. Thanks for joining us for another deep dive factoid-filled episode exploring Hollywood's most famous monsters. I am your master of ceremonies, Sam, and I am joined, as always, by Dan from Bleeding Marvelous. Say hello, Dan! Hello, Dan! <laughs> oh, that was a different we... accent this week. <laughs> I know! <laughs> Last week she was very subdued, so it's nice to see her a bit built, like, energised. That's <laughs> not my best behaviour. We had a guest. Oh. <laughs> Well, we have another guest this week. Yes. I'm we are guest. <laughs> you are a guest this week. You are. We are joined by our cult leader himself. I do feel uncomfortable with that now. People have started referencing it. It's, it's quite a lot. It's like, oh, are you re- actually? I think I had someone walk over to say, Is it actually a cult? I was like, really? No, please. No. I'm not getting tax relief for it, so no. <laughs> Not yet. (laughs) Anyways, today is all about Pennywise, Dancing Clown. (laughs) So, I'm going to get the disclaimer out of the way with, and then we're going to kick off, because Jesus Christ, have I done some research this week? Holy shit, I know. So, everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions, and it's our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the comments comment section where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. I thank you I sounded very Geordie towards the end of that. You are a little bit Geordie. I could well, just a t- 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 yeah, I've had a few Geordies in you, so don't worry. Oh, <laughs> I am a happily married woman. <laughs> right. Before so, I forget- Dan's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not Geordie. I, I, I was just going to say, knee bosh, and then you turned your back. I was like, oh. Knee bosh, I say that at the end. Knee bosh. Why I'm on. Why I'm on. Knee bosh. Right. So... Pennywise, I'm going to do this. And just another disclaimer, nobody was harmed or blinded during this episode. (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We were all all in good tact here. Yes. So Pennywise, the main antagonist in Stephen King's 1986 horror novel, It, coming around every 27 years, we have had one amazing TV movie, an epic two-part Hollywood movie, with a new TV series, Welcome to Derry, coming to us, I believe, next year. Correct me if I'm wrong. He is the reason you hate clowns, and if you join him, you'll float. Because they all float, as we bring you Pennywise, the Dancing Clown. Well. <laughs> I'm getting very good at these, man. I'm all, I'm I'm liking the little bits at the end. So yeah, one one question, only one question that I ask: Does Pennywise make a good monster? Yes, very much so. Yes, <laughs> one of the scariest monsters out there. But I don't Even think it's more. I think that's more to do with Tim Curry than anything else. Shall we say? Really. The, the, the entity the idea of Pennywise himself makes him a brilliant monster because he can literally be anything. He's he like is a, your greatest fear. 
He's like yeah. a boggart from Harry Potter, isn't he? Really? <laughs> oh, yes, he's the OG boggart. Yeah, <laughs> he is the OG boggart. But yes, I believe he makes an excellent monster, given that mm. he can turn himself into a monster if he so choose, like desires to do so. Mm, definitely, I think the premise as well has been stolen, or well, so we see homage to in so many different elements. Like we had the X Files episode with tombs, like. Every so often he would come back, like that premise where a monster always is there, mm -hmm. but it's always like a time we're waiting for it. Like they did the same with Jeepers Creepers in a way as well, type aspect. But yeah. I always love that aspect of like it where it, it's basically it goes into hibernation or Pennywise, sorry. And it's kind of like, is he is he gonna return or not? It's like that's that anticipation, but there been a Tim Curry role, I had to say it as well, uh, is always kind of like one of the aspects I did like about it. Yeah. I Dan? think for me, it's it's the idea of where he came from. Mm -hmm. the nothing, the void, the... the how no, how can something system. that is, yeah, how can yeah. something Learn come from <laughs> nothing and then become the deadlights? But be so scared of a turtle that's his brother that shits him up so badly that he freaks out and oh my gosh. it's like it's a turtle man. You're it's a, a turtle. clown. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, he's a he's a something. Well, he's yeah. Def he's definitely a something. Um, his favorite his favorite persona is the clown because he mm. he worked out that that scared more people being yeah. a clown than mm. any of his other um, facades, other than a personal friend mm -hmm. or or someone that someone knew that scared them that he could yeah. imitate that as well but we watched the second one last the set the second part of the newest ones last night mm -hmm. and my husband asked me a question i could not answer to where he then went on to stephen king's universe page <laughs> and holy shit did he go down an absolute hole yeah and he was like so who did it first was it terry pratchett or stephen king I was like, did what? And he went, the universe, they're exactly the fucking same. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the universe actually are the, the turtle. Um, and the fact that Pennywise isn't just part of this story, he is also mentioned in Tommyknockers, Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mr. Mercedes. That's just very Stephen, yes. Stephen King. In, yeah. in his, um, the Dark Tower, you even The see. Dark mm. Tower, that was the one, the Dark Tower is mentioned in there and it's also referenced in in there or in dreamcatcher that he is still alive and of course he's still alive mm -hmm. he doesn't die no well that we know of that no. we know of but the they didn't defeat they, they thought they defeated him the first time around yeah mm -hmm. and then 27 years later here he comes back <laughs> and my interest in factoid number one <laughs> is and i absolutely fucking love this that a lot of readers believe that pennywise is a girl it's female all right uh, yes i heard this because of the spider thing the spider yeah right. yes because the spider is a true form is one of a a, a rare like a form that pennywise will choose mm -hmm. and the spider breeds right and the spider has egg sacs in the mm -hmm. first one because you hear Ben say, "I stomped on as many of those as I could, or something." Don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yes, so I, never, I never knew that. So, oh, I've went down some holes with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you get 
lost really easily. Like I said, with the Predator one last week, please go back and watch that one because I've had a lot of time and effort into that. I did like the Predator one, yes. Um, It is, it just gets in there and Mm. you're sleeping and you're dreaming about it. And it's like, Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that everything that I've taken in over the last two days is going to come out here. <laughs> that is my that is always yes. my worry is that I am not just going to freeze up. Um, but I have learned so much mm-hmm. um, with regards to Pennywise and where he comes from, and obviously right. the universe as well, um, and his turtle brother, which is yeah. just still so funny. Um, the turtle is not sure it is not shown in either. The dog, because it's that's too much. That's that is far too much. But in the new ones, Mm -hmm. you do see a turtle quite frequently. There's one in Bill's room, Mm -hmm. and there's one in Georgie's room, Mm -hmm. and there's one in the school where you, when you're seeing one of Ben's flashbacks, and he's what there is a turtle on the Mm -hmm. desk. So he is there, but the drug the hallucinative drug that Bill takes to see how he defeats Pennywise when he's with Mike is called the Matrimum, which is mm. the name of the turtle. Right. So, and that's how it's done in the book. Bill so finds he's out turtle, turtle technically, juice. yeah, technically, and <laughs> um, but that's how Bill finds out he, in the book he can defeat Pennywise. He doesn't do it. No. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually do what he's told to do. But no. that's how they do, it. and that's how they referenced it in the movie. Which, when I found out, I thought was so fucking clever. But the thing that gets me about the defeat, and I know we're skipping way across here. Oh, we're going the, all over the place. The ritual of Chud, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, what a fucking stupid name, Stephen. Come on <laughs> now. You feel it was, like it, it, saying it. Though, he was busy building the backgrounds and stuff. He couldn't think of little names like rituals. He was building Derry. <laughs> Chud. Um, Chud. Chud. And Good. basically, from what I can fathom, what I found out, it's basically a, I'm going to say basically again, it's basically basically <laughs> a, a, a battle of wits between oh, yeah. two people where they're not allowed to talk and they're both supposed to keep their mouth closed and bite their tongues, but they're supposed to have like this mental battle of jokes. Right. They're supposed to tell each other jokes until one can't take it anymore. And that's the ritual. And it's like, oh my God, I mean, I'd be done. I know Stephen has a reputation for his shite endings because that's just what Stephen does. However, the guy's a millionaire. Who mm. gives a shit how his book's finished because he's made a living off of it? He's done but, it. Regardless, he's done and it. Did, and they did make jokes out of it in the second film as well. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, you know, he digs at his own, own yeah. bad endings. But it's how you you the whole way through, the whole mm. way through from the beginning... The clown is the foot front, you know, the front mm. runner is the the face is the the fear. Mm. It's everything is always towards the clown. Mm. Yeah. And then for the way that they handled it in the first film, where he was just a reflection or a, like a spooky. Yeah. Like, I, do. I don't know like, what go, that like was. Like ghostwriter BBC <laughs> documentary. So yeah. like, like, now I'm coming to get you. Yes. And he disappeared <laughs> never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the spider, and it was the most shit I remember... spider. Let's be honest, it was well, shit. <laughs> even Tommy Lee Wallace, who mm-hmm. was the guy that directed it, sat there and went, oh, "I was so disappointed when I f- saw that spider and just how crap mm-hmm. it looked." And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know if people know if you recognise the name. It's because Tommy Lee Wallace also played Michael Myers with yes. Nick Castle in the very first yes, Halloween did. movies. 
So he he worked with John Carpenter for a very very long time. So this guy's got his chops. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the fact that that's why the two parts of the first season feels that the first version mm-hmm. feels incredibly disjointed because Larry Cohen wrote the whole uh, the the whole screenplay, mm-hmm. but Tommy didn't really like the way that it had finished in the second one there was something to do with the spider again and he hated it but then they needed to bridge the gap of the thing we don't talk about with the children and Mm -hmm. the the o-r-g-y and you know that could never be filmed or that scene could never be filmed but i can kind of understand now that i know a bit more about the the unit like where yeah. it comes from i can understand why that took place and why that would be in their head yeah in their eyes it's about losing the adults, innocence and, yeah well the adults don't well, no, because the adults don't see anything mm-hmm. what's the most and they wanted to be adults they kind of wanted this over and done with what's the most adult thing that you can think to do mm-hmm. just do a trail on Pippa beverly but yeah yeah uh, pretty much <laughs> but yeah, yeah. that's and I, I, obviously i don't I don't kind of agree with it. I don't think it needed to be in there, no. but no. I do understand in a way. Yeah, my yeah. wife did make a, a, an interesting comment after watching, like, um, after watched the documentary that uh, was on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, yes. She went, um, "Did anyone tra- check Stephen King's hard drive after I wrote that? Just, just, to, just to, out of interest." But um, we'll leave that there. Sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think it was just he sat there and he thought right like you say the loss of innocence and the, the mm-hmm. will the willingness to to grow up but also mm-hmm. as kids they needed to do something that would bring them closer yeah they mm-hmm. needed to become mm-hmm. one like and all then, on the same plane yeah no, I, I get if they the all idea. shared the same yeah. experience then they mm-hmm. have that as their sort of thing that they yeah. could take with them which did mm-hmm. help them in the end but Mm-hmm. Not to the degree that it could have done had they really have understood what it was they were What's doing. No, the, definitely. The blood pact at the end of the first one is obviously referencing to that kind of mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is probably a better touch and something mm-hmm. you would find a kid in the eighties doing just as hooking blood, bro. Because <laughs> um, we all are like let's let's be honest, we're all around the same age, like us three. I'd say uh, like quite young people, shall we say. Yeah. Um, Twenty one, remember. Grandma. You, you will be able to remember when the miniseries was because yep. uh, was, was advertised to see it was come out. It was on, uh, I think, in the UK. It was on Sky One, like it was on uh, Sunday and a Monday. So that's what was advertised. Because I can't, like, I didn't read the book first. Like, so I saw the Tim Curry miniseries, but the advertisements for it were absolutely terrifying. I remember because mm-hmm. it used to be after The Simpsons. So I used to watch The Simpsons on a Sunday wow. night, and then it was advertised. <laughs> it like was broadcast because they did. Um, I don't know if the America probably America did get probably before us, but it was it was such a special type because like, they didn't used to do it that much in the UK, like advertisements, like a mini series. But I remember the like the, the like the sky. I can still remember it now. The sky uh, advertisements, like the balloon going up and seeing the face, and then seeing the teeth. Um, that was all it was, and it was like, oh, uh, uh, Stephen King's new uh, masterpiece coming to coming to Sky One. Uh, it, but just that image of Pennywise and Tim Curry just has never left me since since even being like say a, a kid of that age. And, yeah. and and let's be honest, I did watch it far too young as well. I did. Yes. No, I, I didn't. didn't. I didn't. I didn't. 
I watch it was not the it was not the most easy accessible um TV or movie to mm-hmm. to get a hold of. Um it wasn't until I had to be around about 2013. I probably watched mm-hmm. it. And I'm only doing that because I know that's when I moved into my flat one in 2012. Had to have been around about 2013 when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was I was absolutely like I don't get it wrong, I knew the story of it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't read the book because I mean I've got the book here <laughs> and are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yep. And there's no way in God's earth I'm up to there. Sorry, to be fair, though, half of that story and most of the other ones just description how the day is going in Derry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the beginning bits, I love the beginning bit. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I didn't watch it until twenty thirteen, but I lo- I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was twelve when I read the book because I was a yep. library kid. Right. Because obviously internet wasn't a thing when I was younger. No. It came out in 1990, mm-hmm. um, so I was 10. Um, and at that point I was reading like The Hobbit, I was reading um, any Stephen King book because I had to used to get my mum to get them out so I could mm-hmm. read them or my yeah, mum would get them out and mm-hmm. then I'd read them after her and then we'd mm-hmm. return them to the library because they were in the adult section. <laughs> um, so I didn't get to see it until I was about 15, 16, because all the kids at school would go like, beep, beep, Richie, or like, beep, beep. you know, hello, fat boy. You get all that at school. <laughs> it's and it the was fat like boy. The, it was the thing that was going around all the time. What a balloon, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I thought, what the hell is all this? You know, because it, it didn't mm. twig that it was, because the book doesn't have like the reinforced nature of Tim Curry being the clown in the book, because obviously... Yeah he wasn't Mm -hmm. you don't get the same feel so when I actually first watched it I wasn't scared of the clown because clowns Mm -hmm. just don't scare me but Mm -hmm. it was like I say it was the further Mm -hmm. behind it it's like what I I just it was it was just like one of those things where you step into the Stephen King universe and you don't come out you you don't come out it's as a 43 year old woman I'm still reading Stephen King books yeah. Because you, mm. you just get sucked in. But, mm. I mean, some of them have been shockingly shite lately. But <laughs> It's took me a while to get into the, the King verse, but I am, I'm slowly getting there. Um, but I, Cur- Tim Curry described Pennywise, and I love this, as a smile gone bad. Oh, <laughs> I absolutely love the way he... Um, he described it, and what I learned from the on the documentary because you know I love the the the, mm-hmm. the makeup side of things, and I wanted to know obviously more about it. And in the documentary, they mentioned that they were going to use all this prosthetics. And yeah, oh, oh. they were going to Frankenstein him up, and you know, get, get him all Jack Pierce up and everything. But he said, if you take that away and allow me, mm. I will make it scary. Yeah. And they kept the head, and I get that because the the sh- they, they kept the shape, but mm-hmm. everything else is all him. Yeah, oh, his nose is different now. His nose, yeah, his nose, yeah, he has like, he has like the the red nose. But when it comes down to the fact that his cheeks can move, his eyes yeah. can move, his mouth can move, he's, he can move his facial expressions, which a lot of people, when mm. they go under head, heavy prosthetics, can't do that. And what I found really interesting, that method is then put onto Bill Starsgard's. Mm-hmm. it they did exactly the same thing they allowed the shape but they allowed the actor to be the scary element because fuck me bill scott is terrifying didn't he start ad-libbing stuff like the, like the eye moving and stuff like that yeah he was just like also, i can do this and they're like lips 
Oh shit! You can do the mouth thing as well, by the yeah. way. That that thing you can do. Yeah, and I always I thought that was that like prosthetics to push the mouth mm -hmm. in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the reason why Tim said no is because he'd just come off the back of legend. Yeah, well, he understandable. He'd been head to waist for prosthetics. Even the mm -hmm. even his chest was all prosthetics. You know, his mm -hmm. his abs and everything and. He was like, I just, it was too claustrophobic. I can't do it again. So when he went to them and they were like, right, we're going to stick this and that on you. And he was just like, nah. Yeah, but it makes sense, though, to allow him to, because that's what we're scared of. Mm -hmm. It's not the idea he's a clown. It's the facial expressions. Oh, 100%. that's the fucking it's the eyes. terrifying. It's the eyes. It's the softly spoken. Mm -hmm. he's, I don't know how to describe it. They're he's dead. just got such, yeah. There's dead. malice behind mm -hmm. it as well. It, even when he's being nice to Georgie, like in that, like weird. Oh, Georgie. That's <laughs> like there's there's two scenes that actually terrified me in the original. Uh, well, the first part of it, uh, the original miniseries, the Georgie scene when he's like, because Georgie was so innocent, bless him. That's uh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like talking to him, and he's like, like because at the time i think we were getting told never to go into a red a red ford escort there's a red guy in a red ford escort red or <laughs> blue ford escort, escort do not get in, in them don't don't go in them someone's trying to get you to their sweets that was the so northeast <laughs> we had we had vans we had transit vans where uh, I from. <laughs> um and that premise where he's just standing sitting there and georgie's like oh like talking away like hi georgie yeah i don't talk to strangers we're friends now and that little manipulation and everything it was just mm -hmm. oh it, it still gives us shivers and the other scene was the shower scene with eddie when oh. I, know, I know the stop motion when you see it open up yeah. oh i love like, it though and you see him there and he's like again talking away to eddie like try, almost like manipulating him in a way but the menace and just like the veracity and in, in, like say the way he comes across is just like i think it's not been done but i know bill starstar did it well did Petty Wells well, but there was no one going to top that type of aspect and just being as simply as scary as Tim Curry could yeah. be. I love the fact that Bill didn't try to emulate Tim. No. The fact that, yeah, there's, you can't get away from the fact he dresses a fucking clown. No. Can't get away from that. But his acting style was incredibly different. Mm -hmm. um, I, bit controversial, I kind of prefer Bill's to Tim. Don't get us wrong. I love, I know, I mm -hmm. love Tim Curry's, but I love the creep factor of mm. Bill Starsgard. I think he took it just that little bit further. But I am, a, I am someone who didn't watch it as a kid. Well, did you see the interview with uh, Jackie Glazer, the kid that played Eddie in the new ones? Yes. He's, he's... He said that when there was that scene where he fell through the ceiling and his arm was all jelly and uh, he's laying on the floor and that's the first time they officially see Bill. Yeah. Um, and uh, he wrote, he said to him when it finished, it, like Bill was like so worried, he like upset him. He was going, oh my God, are you all right? Are you all right? Because he was proper like crying. Mm -hmm. And and Jack turned around and he went, oh my God, I love what you do, man, but let's draw. Let's draw because he said all that he that he said that's the one thing about him that they were saying the most. There's so much spit. Like <laughs> I mean, Bill must have some good saliva glands. Oh, massively, and he he can do it very well. But in the second part of mm -hmm. it, they didn't you they didn't actually put Bill in a lot of prosthetics because it was you were looking at nearly five hours a day mm -hmm. to get him into and then to shoot. 
and mm -hmm. then to take and, and it was getting too much so on the second part they tried to do it do his stuff first so mm -hmm. it was less time in the chair they really tried to to reduce the time or increase the time he was being he they make sure we're like it's five hours and then we're going to do a really really long day of shooting mm -hmm. and then we're not going to do it again for another three days and it was just trying to balance it um mm -hmm. what i found also lovely um when you've talked about interviews is when i was watching that documentary is how the guy who is sat right behind you who plays um oh what's his name oh, talk about henry Bowers. henry, henry Bowers. yes yeah. henry bowers that's it how he because some of the words he said were very hateful mm -hmm. racist homophobic you name it he said it but he at the end of it at the end of the shoot wanted to make sure that nobody that nobody thought that that's how he thought because mm -hmm. he was a kid and he was like yeah. It's not me. I don't. No. I'm not like that. And a lot I, of the I just like Marlon's reaction to it. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I was like, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. But the, the but all the all the adult actors were the same. They wanted to make sure that, especially they were saying about um, John Ritter, how he wanted to make sure that the kids were comfortable. Yeah. That yes, there was some scary shit going on when the camera was on, but they were comfortable. And having fair, fun though, John Ritter was fucking amazing though. Anything he did touched was just like gold. Like I don't think there's anything I didn't like John Ritter in. Yeah. Do you know a lot of people hate this film that I'm about to say, and I grew up on it. I absolutely love this film. It is the most stupidest film in the world. Well, there's two. There's Stay Tuned. Stay tuned. I'm <laughs> favourites. Problem Child. Problem Child. Those two were like my John Ritter mm -hmm. uh introduction kind of thing you know it's like that's how mm. i got to know him yeah same here stay tuned so, it's one of my mum's favorites <laughs> it's so stupid it's such a it's stupid film but i bloody love it mm -hmm. so it's but yeah that's but it's so good his acting though in that like all of the acting in it is very mm. it, you can tell it's a tv movie yeah because yeah. it's all ramped up it's all oh wait there wait that was, the do my impression <laughs> <laughs> oh bev <laughs> They seek, they purposely seeked out t TV actors yes. or people that had had a lot of TV um, experience for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But when you look at the accreditations, you've got Annette O'Toole, who was Lana Lang in mm -hmm. Superman yes. Three. You you had uh, Richard Mauser, who was Clark from The Thing. Mm -hmm. You had mm -hmm. like uh, John Ritter, obviously from Everything in the Kitchen Sink. Um, and then when you started looking into it, so mm -hmm. many of them have been like obviously. John Boy Walton, which was a huge controversial yes. casting yes. at the time because he mm. says fuck and like John Boy Walton says fuck. Yeah, <laughs> Richard, Richard Thomas. Yeah, and, and it was such a big thing back then to to mm. cast him as like the main yeah. protagonist because and um, if I'd have had a pair of scissors, that rat tail, God, would have been no, right oh, off. That, that, was, that was a choice. That was a choice. That was a massive choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were, I had it on the other day, and Anth walked in just as um, Richie and Stan joined the group for the first time, and Anth just burst out laughing and went, That's probably the only time in the world Seth Green can actually see he's taller than everyone else. <laughs> He's never he's never aged since then, nah, as he said. He, has not. No. he yeah. was absolutely brilliant as mm. uh Richie Torza. Richie, yeah. But the the main standout for me in the first one will always be Jonathan Brandis. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that'll be because I just happened. feel heartily sorry for him. Mm -hmm. That things just didn't go 
to his life's plan. But I just think he's such a good Bill. Like yeah. when he's when he's standing there and he goes, "Help me!" I'm like, yeah. "Okay, how do I get there?" <laughs> it's it's one of those. I think Dan, like I know Dan said it. All the had all the TV actors in it. It's one of them things where the casting gods were smiled upon it at that time. Yeah. Like there's not anyone that's badly casted nah. in that in the TV one. Um, I know originally, like they talked about, that was going to be like an eight hours feature. That would yeah. have been interesting to see, like how that would have broken yeah. down. I know, like obviously kind of George Romero as yeah. well. That, yeah, that's that. one of I've got that written down as well. That he was very much heavily involved in it until the went. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be four hours yeah. long, and he was getting yeah, exactly fuck that. that. <laughs> but I know there was a lot of fighting with the TV, like with them being saying, oh, it's made for TV, there's certain things you can do, there's certain things you can't do, there's only a certain amount of blood you can see. If they did it now that way, like, I know we got the movies, but imagine if we got, like, like a Game of Thrones style, well, like, in the depths and dig- looking for, weren't they? That would have been some interesting shit, like, a go down. But, but would that have spoiled the mistake of the original as well? Because I'm a big fan, and I know I've talked to Sammy about it before, like when we talk about the Halloween movies, it's the stuff you don't see or the things that you don't get, that they don't tell you during the movie. And I love that about the, the original It. It's the things that they're not explaining to you overly. You just have to try to work it out in your head. And that always makes it 10 times worse in my eyes or in my like thought process as well. I I have a thing where I, I read a lot younger, mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going into movies like The Green Mile, having read it, and that's the same size as you know, the <laughs> yeah, it's massive. Um, and then and 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 like The Langoliers and I, I mm-hmm. The Shining, and I, I read all those books. So mm-hmm. when I got to see the movies, it was always after I read the books. Mm-hmm. So I always went into the movies expecting something that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd hate them the first time I'd watched them. I'd I'd absolutely hate them. And I I can't remember if I disliked it the first time I watched it, the original mm. one, or yeah. not, because it was so long ago and I'm old. But mm. like, <laughs> you know, when your brain goes, it just wasn't that important. Obviously, no. whether I disliked mm-hmm. it or not. But mm. it it's the thing that about the whole Jonathan Brandis thing. Going back to what you said, Sammy, though, mm. is this weird number thing. Yeah. Have you the curse of the twenty seven? Twenty seven, yeah, yeah, twenty seven, yeah. I found something that said that obviously Jonathan Brandis was a member of the twenty seven club, which means yeah. he passed away when he was twenty seven, along with people like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse. They were all twenty seven, so he joined that club. Mm-hmm. But also that then ties into that every twenty seven years, Pennywise mm-hmm. coming back. Then there was this bit that I found. I'm just gonna. I'm just trying to bring it up now because I, I didn't write it down, but there. It says that Bill Sarsgaard was 27 when he played Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, all the kids were 27 years younger than the actors that played them as their older right. characters. I've and heard then, this before. Yeah, and then when you add up um, the official release date, it all comes to 27. It's like it's it's really peculiar. Like it's just mm. this reoccurring number that no matter That's how – yeah, it, it's not like a, a coincidental it's, thing. It's it, well, it is, but it's mm. it's not like a, a purposeful thing, should I say? Yeah. And it is it, it, it that one creeped me out. I was like, that's a bit too. That's a bit too mm. much. Yeah. Wasn't there a Jim Carrey film about twenty-seven? Or what, yeah, the number twenty-seven because right. it is a it is a number that is synonymous with mm. with events, with things, with being able to. You can make a lot up to twenty-seven. I I love that film. I thought it was good brilliant. job. Wall twenty-seven, right? 
I'm exactly. 42. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, look at her admitting this. <laughs> well, it's it's what's what's the what's the answer? Was it what's the meaning of life? It, oh, it's yeah, a Hitchhiker's oh. Guide, isn't it? You know, yeah. that's right. I forgot about that. I'll remember it in a couple of years' time, yeah. though. So it's my answer to everything. When someone asks me something, I don't know the answer to. Forty-two. Looking at the cast of the second one, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but this is a perfect cast. Mm. Oh, I think it's perfect, and I mm. called, and I'm so proud of this. I called two of the adult actors before they were announced because there was no way in God's earth Bill Hader was not playing Richie Torza. Be no fair though, it was the rumors and everything was flying about when Sinners uh, they announced that they were making it. I think um, what's he called? Him out shameless. Um, what his name now? Uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy was the one that was nailed on first. I think I couldn't. I couldn't picture. Uh, yes, I do. I, I love the fact that he was Bill. I really enjoyed his performance as Bill. I see you scrunching your face up. I, I'm wasn't, promised with that as well. Yeah, he he was good, mm-hmm. and he did Bill well. Mm-hmm. But the progression from Jaden. Mm-hmm to James, it didn't seem to flow as well as the others. It yeah. was like the John written the John Ritter Brandon Brandon Crane thing for me. Because mm-hmm. you know in the documentary they talk about yeah. how Brandon and John were very aware that they looked nothing alike yet everybody yeah. else seemed to have that thing. So um they mm-hmm. were trying to fit, find a commonality to bring towards everything. Um but yeah it, I, I will say the James Ransom and oh. um Jackie Grazer Glazer mm-hmm. thing was was great. Mm-hmm. Um and oh, oh, the guy that played, uh, God, what's his name? I've got it written down. I've got it here. Who are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wyatt Olaf to Andy Bean, is it? You yeah, know, the, the Stan Stanley. That yes. was a bloody good one because was... Andy was creepy. That looked creepy to me. That was that like, was you can see why it looking like him mm-hmm. when he gets older. And Jessica yeah, was saying, in... you knew that was coming. It was... Yeah. And said Amy Adams. And I can kind of, but mm. it would have to be Amy Adams from when she was in the office, Amy Adams. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing, <laughs> like, with the, with the second one, the, the only casting issues, like, say, like not saying there were big issues, the only ones I had, I thought the young Beverly was too adult and not as innocent as the original one. So I thought that might that casting didn't seem to fit with Beverly. I Marsh. think with that though, because they they pushed the storyline a bit more about mm. her dad being more mm. um, yeah. of a of a. Of a sexual sex, but, predator, yeah, yeah. rather than in the, the in the the original one he was just more like a um he was, quite overbearing. He was abusive um, yeah overbearing physically. abusive yeah. yeah um so i think they pushed the narrative a lot that she was obviously being mm-hmm. taken advantage of in that respect so her innocence to a degree had gone and she mm-hmm. was far more mature than the other boys plus the story of her coming into her womanhood because she bought yeah. tampax and all that sort of thing, and yeah. it, it was—they're trying to push the narrative that she's mm. she's almost above it, but yeah. yet she still wasn't quite at the at the end because mm. he got her. But yeah, yeah, I think mm. I didn't mind. I didn't mind that casting. I quite liked the actress who played her. I thought yeah. I, I liked the idea that Bev had a bit of edge to her, mm. just I a little the, bit. Yeah, and. Like with the adults as well, and I think me and me, me and my wife have said the same. The guy who played Ben Hansen and the like, we just didn't get him. I just didn't no. get it. He, he didn't I, I agree with you. He was supposed to be this I handsome buff guy, and it was like, I, I wouldn't turn from. So it's yeah. I cannot see how <laughs> Jeremy Ray Taylor turned into Joe Ryan. 
So mm. it's oh, like I just love it. I love the idea of it. It's, it's so far fetched. It's, it's bonkers though. Brilliant. And I love the way they stick it in your face as well because in the second one, they're all around the table. Yeah. Ben gets his phone call. He turns around. Who's there? Original Ben. Yeah. He's in that yes. scene. Yeah. In he the is. architect bit and Brandon. You know, you can't. It's one of those things you have to know the film mm. to know yeah. what you're looking at or. Mm-hmm. be familiar with it and you do you look twice then it's gone so you're like did i did i see <laughs> yeah. what that was from it and it then you go on imdb but yeah it was <laughs> yeah I, I noticed it straight away because i when we when i when the first one came out i think i watched i mean i've seen it a million times since the first mm. first view and but i'm sure i watched it and i'm just looking at one is that him is that the original Ben? And she said, "No, I was getting yeah. fucking ears." I did have a girl sitting next to us on the first one, the first viewing of um, the new one, uh, the first part. Isha was in hysterics. I was like, "It's not that scary. It's not that." If you're part- scared of clowns, don't go and watch no. it. Exactly, you know oh, what you're getting in for. The first part worked for me really well. I thought, but to be fair, I'm a big fan of like the Coonies, Stand by Me, and stuff. So that yeah. was very much uh, on the realms of that. The second part didn't hit as hard as i was hoping no my my husband put it perfectly the original miniseries is brilliant because you are going back on a story so mm-hmm. you are you the, the kids bits are the flashback and you were mm-hmm. following the adults as the story's progressing with this one it was the first part is the kids solely the second part is the adults with a little bit of little bit of What's but I've just used the fucking word. Use the flashbacks, but Flashback. the flashbacks Jesus didn't Christ. add to it. <laughs> but it did no, it didn't, it yeah. didn't no, and that's what he doesn't like about it. He he would have loved the idea of being a, just a cohesive story. Yeah. yeah, break it into two parts, but have it to where you, you the adults because in in the original TV series, TV movie, you get to see everyone's reason mm-hmm. for why they ask or their encounter that they had, which yeah. brings starts to bring their memory back. And I think that's per that's brilliant storytelling. But the thing what I love about it as well, because I know um like um uh, Kevin Smith did an interview with the guy who directed uh, it. And he had a and he was having a conversation with him about like like this wasn't on the interview, it was he was talking about like in general, like on his podcast. He was having a conversation about like film length and like film run times and stuff like that. Because Kevin Smith is a bit big advocate that movies shouldn't be anything longer than 90 minutes or just around that mark to tell the story. Yet the man cries at Star Wars. Come True. on now. <laughs> but he, <as> he, said, <laughs> oh, he cries at everything. Bless him now. He, he, he lives a heart attack. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and he's saying, um, and he was having a conversation and saying, how was it that you told the story and like, with the second one, what's it? Two and a half, three hours, closely. It's two something, yeah. yeah. Two something, yeah. And he was saying to Kevin, he went, "Well, how can I cut out anything that I love?" And he's like, "I know, but if it doesn't work for the story, you've got to just be ruthless and take stuff mm-hmm. out." Because that was, I think, that movie needed an editor to, like to hold his hand and say, "This needs to go. That needs to go. This doesn't work." Um, and it would have been like more of, a, as, he said, as Sam said, a more co- cohesive story if it went. Because there was no flash forwards in the first movie. Mm-mm, it was just put purely kids. So we've already had the kids story. We don't need to say we know how they got to where they are now. Mm-hmm. So when they were going back to him, this is more things that disturb them. They've already been disturbed. Things have already fucked up. 
like we don't need to say that. That so it was kind I of think like, the issue. Sorry, go on. No, no, sorry, no. Uh, I just think the issue was because the original TV series was night after night. It was mm. together, whereas mm-hmm. this is a two-year gap between the True. two yeah. movies. Yeah. So I think they maybe lost the <laughs> the, the flow of it. of it because we refer to Andy Muchetti as my father-in-law, right? Because. <laughs> My my mother in law. Some people who who know the page and have, have seen mm. Kerry's stuff. My my mother in law's oh, stuff. Unreal. Um, she makes Pennywise mm. clowns. Uh, she does original and and um, the new one. And mm. she used to build full size six and a, six foot four ones. And mm. uh, she built a six foot bill uh, and some smaller bill ones. And Andy found her on Instagram and started talking to my mother in law. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And they got chatting and. Um, She's head over heels, but crazy in love with that demon She'll kill me. Sorry, Gary. Um, but yeah, it's it's he's he loves he loves her Pennywise. So if anybody wants, I'm going to plug now. I don't do it that often. But uh, if anybody wants to go and see what my mother-in-law does, she's candlelight underscore corner on mm. Instagram, and her it dolls are unlike anything you've ever seen. We used to have a five foot four bend, fully posable. Uh, mm. original tim curry one she made that we used to carry around with us to all the shows um with the pointy sharp mm. teeth with it whether he's just about to turn into that mm-hmm. um and to this day honestly somebody bought it um mm-hmm. but it was like Bastards. it was one of those things where you're like i i begrudgingly i'm letting this go i'm gonna hand over <laughs> oh we will make sure i'll make sure her description is her Links are in the description, description below. below. She's also um, very good at making poltergeist clowns. I'll just add that in there because yes. Sean Clark that owns the the main one actually mm-hmm. turned around and he's he's had many conversations with her as well about bloody hell. One. Let's get your mother in law on here. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> she's sorry. She's she's very very um. She, she's your words carefully. I'm trying to know it. It's the words. <laughs> she's very very um introverted. Right. She oh, just right. sits with her own stuff and she'll sit there for hours and make. And I've listen. seen. So, I've seen other women just get an episode where I used to talk and she can make things. Make, I'm just going, like, make making... stuff. <laughs> well, um, before I turn my book over, I'm going to get my last factoid off this page. Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Now we all know it's Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. But did you know? Could have been Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I did know that. <laughs> did yeah. you know it could have been Roddy McDowell? Yes. And Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever choices. get those two mixed up because no. uh, Lord of the Apes of the Planet of the Rings and, and the you know, completely different franchise. Yes. But okay. Yes. But yeah, right, right. it was <laughs> it was like Roddy McDowell's Planet of the Apes and Malcolm mm. McDowell was quite oh, orange. Yeah. Yes. And I spent I'll years start, start not understanding that generations. they were two different people. I had yeah. no idea they were two different people at all. I thought they were brothers. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> it might be in one universe and multiverse of McDowell's. <laughs> um yeah, so I, I was I was very interested in Pennywise's form. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know because I didn't know what the deadlights meant. I knew mm-hmm. that the deadlights were something and it would, you know, hypnotize you. But I didn't really know what it was until I did a deep dive. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who doesn't know, the deadlights aren't explained in any of the movies. No. Just so you know that. Just so you don't yeah, you'd have to read the book to go and find it out. But the deadlight is the closest thing to the human eye that Pennywise will show his true form. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, that is there. Uh, <laughs> that is something. Um, they, where are 
it's the only, it's the only thing he can have control over on Earth. Mm-hmm. They actually so close to his true form as he can appear on Earth. Da, 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 da. And also, it can make the person who looks at them completely, utterly fucking insane. Right. It's understandable, really. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. hang on, I'm just reading my note there, Bev. Can see? <laughs> right, that's it. So because of the fact that yeah, Bev's brain got a little bit mashed by mm-hmm. looking at the deadlights... It's the reason why she can see premonitions fall, right? And how okay. she can see everyone's death. The deadlights fucks with your brain so much that it can just basically unscramble it or unlock things you didn't necessarily want it unlocking. And that's the explanation why Bev can see everyone's death. She sees premonitions, and it's all down to the deadlights. And does that explain why Sam can't go back? Stan, sorry, Stan. Stan is just scared. Yeah, yeah. I know, but yeah, but like it depends which version you get, really. Uh. Well, that's it. See, that, no, that's it. That's it. I'm glad you brought that up because I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that somebody would end it all just out of fear. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't understand. I, I couldn't quite get my head around it when I was watching it last night. And yeah. it's the letter part that he's reading out. It's like, oh, yes, like, fellas, I did you all a favor. Yeah. <laughs> I ended it all. Like, mm. It makes no sense to me that that's that's where he went to, but it makes sense to me because yeah. not the. I understand why he did it because he felt like if he went and mm-hmm. he was with them, he mm-hmm. would be the reason why they would lose because he would be so afraid he'd feed it its fear that it right. needed. Right. So he didn't want to be that one thing that could stop them from. Mm-hmm. But defeating just not, him. Just not yeah. going. Would, would that not help? No, no, because think... he said he had to take him off the board because as yeah. long as he was in the game uh, per mm. se, then it was always have that element to it and it can always ah. feed off. So I can understand that 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 made more sense in the second one than mm-hmm. in the first one because the first one you don't really get any explanation. You just get the head in the fridge, which is absolutely awesome. And when you see <laughs> the documentary, yeah, and you see the documentary and how pissed off and angry that he got during it as well was just hilarious. <laughs> That's um, why he's so angry when he's in there and they film that <laughs> section. He's like, fucking give it, fucking <laughs> Yeah, I think had I been stuck in a fridge with a fridge grate around my throat for the best part of a couple of hours, I'd be fucking seething and all. So, <laughs> I just but, couldn't I couldn't get my head around the whole stand thing. I just couldn't mm. I just kept thinking, why can't you just stay at home? Yeah. But you've done it for twenty seven years. Just stay no, at home. I, I can understand that, I suppose that wouldn't make a good story if he just well this is see this is uh, this is what i was shouting and screaming at ant last night because he was making points of what would end the film in a heartbeat now and it's fucking storytelling so yes i can kind (laughs) of it's like going back to the whole uh, indiana jones and raiders if indiana jones wasn't involved the same thing would happen it would just happen a lot quicker so indy made things (laughs) related but uh yeah sorry um with this, because with one one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys, like not not to get your deepest and darkest fears out there, but because with Pennywise showing you what you're scared of the most to get the most fear out of you, what would Pennywise show to use? Oh, you oh, are seeing something. You are seeing something <laughs> flying. You are mine, seeing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, mine would be dying alone. Right. I'm not scared of wow. dying. I'm not scared of fire mm-hmm. drowning. Mm-hmm. Any of that, if that's what happens to me, it happens to me. I have no control over that sort of thing. But -hmm. it would be the fact that I would be, I don't know, buried or cremated and no one would be at my funeral 
no mm. one knew I went. Oh, deep. It oh, would just be really, my life mm. had meant nothing, nothing to that yeah. to anybody. That is my one biggest fear. Wow. But I always joke, I always say, oh, I don't want to end up as Eleanor Rigby because of the Beatles <laughs> huh. song. Because that is literally, that is my fear, being Eleanor Rigby. So Wow, that is yeah. so deep. I was just going with a fucking bird. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm like. I am the only thing, there's not a lot that scares us. Um, but... See, that though, at SunnyCon when the pigeon attacked your cup of coffee. <laughs> no, I'm with you on birds. I fucking a shit. <laughs> I, I don't know what I did, but I think I could feel my lid coming off and these pigeons were coming closer and closer and I just freaked out and my tea <laughs> just went everywhere and um, yeah i don't I, it's not the bird i'm mm -hmm. not scared of the bird it's the wings yeah it's the flapping i have been i have i have um unfortunately when walking home not far from where you live and um, when i used to live in hilton castle um, walking <laughs> yourself paul you are here to me <laughs> um but yeah, not far from, not far from yours. <laughs> um, and I was walking, when I used to live in Hilton Castle, I was walking home and a bat in my face. Oh. And I have never been the same since. It's and the, you didn't it's turn into Batwoman? I did not. Oh. I did not. You didn't, you didn't, That's didn't a use it for you. You should have nope. killed your parents in, a, in an unfortunate way and become a millionaire. So that, that's the next step. I can understand <laughs> the bird thing, Sammy. I got bitched up by a pigeon on the South Bank. So... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It's, I thought you were going to say it stole your pasty or sausage roll or something. That's my killer, that's, that's my sister. <laughs> the pigeon flew past me and my sister when we were on the South Bank and it went whop with its wing right in my face. And I just stood there and I couldn't move. And my sister was in half, wetting herself <laughs> to the point of where she had to go and use the toilet because she, yeah. she was laughing so hard. <laughs> and I was just frozen, like not in fear, but like. I believe you just done that. It touched me. And my <laughs> mum had a thing where she'd have cockatiels and cockatoos in the house when I was little. I fucking hated them. So <laughs> it is the flappy thing. I completely yeah, understand. Yeah, my husband like... had a fucking budgie and I just could yeah. not stand it. Mm -mm. Um, me sister texted us just before we went on holiday and she was like, I've just had my sausage roll stolen by a fucking seagull. <laughs> you fucking picked a sausage roll outside of Primark. And she said the, the worst Greggs. part about it is nobody did anything <laughs> nobody came and helped her i'm not gonna chase this she was like i was so she was like i was so upset and i was Brilliant. like oh i'm really sorry that happened she went i just wanted me sausage roll i said did you get she went i went back and got one <laughs> <laughs> e, i could not stop laughing I'm so sorry to, to tell no, you that, fine. Uh, that, that was a story worth telling don't worry <laughs> um, what's yours then uh not many people know this but i am very claustrophobic so if I'm in a box or like mm. anything that's like I don't think I can fit through, I hyperventivate or like stress out. Like I can't watch uh, what's it called? Um, the, the the Neil Marshall film is it Neil Marshall where they go underground? Oh, uh, Descent. Oh, Craig Craig Conway. Yeah, Craig Conway. Sorry, um, I watched it once and literally I sat with a pillow over my face. It, it was just. Ooh. It was so horrible, and I could I, I feel myself tensing up when I think so. It would probably be put in a box or even put in a, a coffin or something like that. That's what Pennywise would do to me to get the most fear. God Almighty! It's the I'm not I'm not scared of heights, claustrophobia. Like I, I don't. Mm. But when somebody describes that fear, mm -hmm. that does make us a bit freaked out. Like as in how it affects them, because then I'm mm. like, oh good God, how would that affect me? I actually get freaked out by some noises as well. There's certain there's certain noises that 
get on my tit ends and one of them is the the are you gonna let us know so we can actually to use this against you now (laughs) so do you know so do you know you know when you buy a packet of crumpets no yes you do (laughs) that was the most british thing you have ever said on any podcast let's just say that do you know the sound when you buy a when you buy (laughs) (laughs) when it's the cardboard that's around the crumpet and when it's, you, it's making me hands it's making yeah. me hands go boiling it's when you touch <laughs> the cardboard and you can hear it my hands are going really cross <laughs> i hate it when i get when i buy some i have to literally open it and then fling them out like that because i cannot bear the idea of touching and hearing and feeling so wait there we're going for food on sunday so i'm you can fuck right off you being a pack of crumpets i will murder you <laughs> remember why we're going out for food on sunday oh, shit, nice. jaws, jaws will get us shit out <laughs> we'll make sure them fucking seagulls come down the way yeah, that. Do you know what? It's amazing. What I what I'll admit on this pod, on these <laughs> podcasts, it really is. I have unleashed some absolute gems. This one time at Bandcamp. Oh, no, you God, not that bad yet. <laughs> no, I'm sure I'll say something dumb, but I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> oh, right, Pennywise. Yes, <laughs> his, his. I love this as well, and this is kind of. Um, I think we've mentioned this before possibly that his actual form is inspired by hp lovecraft really so it's a running theme that the idea of monsters i'm going to read my notes so right. it's a running theme you have to bear with this because i'm reading my notes um <laughs> inspired by hp lovecraft a running theme is the idea of a monster that are from another dimension and are incomprehensible of the humankind inspired by mm. hp lovecraft there you go right. oh. and nobody knows his true form and his name is robert gray yes now when he just because he'd been there for a long time did you hear the story on how they came to call him no robert gray? i did not right there's two possibilities as to why they called him robert gray mm-hmm. one being that the um original bozo the clown was called robert bell so they shortened it and used robert from that mm-hmm. but also the fact and this is the creepier one uh, Robert Bob Gray was also Albert Fish's pen name. No, right. when I'm he good. wrote to their kids and uh, mm-hmm. parents of the children, so they're saying that maybe Stephen took those both into consideration, and he was definitely settled on the Robert, but the Gray came through the mm-hmm. the creepy. Well, he's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, his mm. not his inspiration because his inspiration was ronald mcdonald but he did take a lot from it was a scary fucking clown i think ronald's scarier than anyways yeah i actually agree ronald Ronald traumatized the generation of children not not tim curry not him Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. Um, but yeah, I'm not Mac from. Not uh, Mac. Dolly's. I said that the other <laughs> day. Oh, when I was saying that, I was like, and did you know that the inspiration behind Pennywise is Ronald McDonald? But it's not Mac from Always Sunny. <laughs> um, but yes, so John Wayne Gacy was a uh, not. He's not directly inspir- inspired, but heavily like yeah. it's in there like the he idea did a, he, he did is the there. painting didn't he that was the thing that well, was yeah he did, he did the Pennywise painting as well yeah. yeah the Tim Curry painting as well um I was going to say something and I'll tell you <laughs> off camera for that bit um, <laughs> um in the book Dan you can confirm this 
this kind of brings it all back to the Universal Monsters bit. Did he appear as a portion of the Universal Monsters? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I love that. Two of them. Two of them. Uh, Frankenstein? No, I don't think. I think it was the mummy mm-hmm. and uh-huh. the creature. The creature? That was it, creature. Um, and it was because Stephen King had just been to see some B-movie at the cinema before he wrote it. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't a teenage werewolf, but it was one of those um, along the lines of, and uh, he sat down and he thought, oh, what's, you know, what's scary in 1986? And Thriller was sort of on the horizon. And, mm-hmm. I think you know, what, Werewolf film would have been out around the yeah, time. Yeah, um, American Werewolf, Werewolf. come out in 81. So mm-hmm. you, you're looking at Werewolf's time was around about then. So yeah. he's probably bouncing off that and then he That's came scary. to Monsters. <laughs> and he obviously, because in the first one, you've got the Werewolf with the mm. Class City jacket and very much Thriller thing. But then I don't think Thriller, I'm probably going to get lambasted and absolutely bloody... You were oh, over the coals for this one. I don't know the year that Thriller came out. I can't remember. <laughs> so I know that the book was 86 and the werewolf was in the book from then. Yeah. But I don't know if Thriller was slightly after that. So I've got yeah. 87, 88 in my head for Thriller, but I could be completely wrong. No, but it it's sounds about the same right, lines. Cause, yeah, because I remember Thriller coming out. So it would have been in like memories, but I can't remember the book. I was a bit too young for the book release. So, but uh I, yeah, the, I, I love all the different references that you, you get in. I've I've read the book, but very very long time ago, so I I wouldn't be able to remember it entirely. But I read the book after I saw the show as well. So mm-hmm. when I was when I read it, um, Pennywise was always the Tim Curry Pennywise, even when I, I was reading the book. So that was probably lucky for me because you got that reference point, and mm. it's always good when you've got them type of references as well. But the um the the original um TV series though was mm-hmm. the biggest aired uh, that had the highest ratings for ABC that they'd ever mm-hmm. had on the on the like first showing of a TV show. It mm-hmm. it took thirty million viewers. Whoa, which is absolutely insane. Thirty mm-hmm. million for the first a TV watch. movie. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and and that goes to show the power of like. Yeah. Stephen King or the power of advertising at that point. Adver- I think advertising. If you saw you saw on the documentary the trailers that they were using, that mm-hmm. was some intriguing shit, mind. Like well, even if you didn't a, know, yeah, it was the first time like a mini series done out of horror though, because all like mini series yeah. or TV shows were TV dramas or thing, but like when they never got like a horror movie that way. Mm. And I don't know if you can remember the DVD release as well, because I remember it. It was hilarious. You got pop. It was the first time where you had to take the DVD out with the thing and turn it over to get the second part. And part one on one side and part two on the other side. I was like, what the fuck? I think the rings in it afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. It was a a film about walking all the way through. (laughs) No, my my Exorcist DVD, the first one that I ever bought, was Mm -hmm. that was a flip over one as well. You had was that a, the director's cut of or something? The yeah, extra, I think oh, the, so. with the spider walking, was it? Yeah, I think so. I've got it somewhere. You said like it was, it was one of those clippy out cardboardy jobs, and oh, you had the, to flip it over. The Prince oh, of the Thieves one as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the days. The, the weird thing about the the new movies was that um, no one liked the idea of them remaking it because it was mm. again the nostalgic really? thing. Leave it alone, don't touch it. But the marketing was so freaking clever. Of course, mm. it's 27 years from 
1990 to 2017 now's the time we've got to get it done if we're going to do it because the marketing for the 27 years works right yeah so they bought it out and it took 701.8 million the first mm. and that's worldwide it's on, its, on its run yeah it's a high score in horror movie isn't it yeah but the weird thing was the second one only took 473 million Oh, but no. when you add the whole thing up, you're talking 1.1 billion in box oh. office sales for the entirety it was in the cinema. That's oh, not including sh- DVDs. No. That's not including streaming. Mm-hmm. That is pure grossed from the from the minute it starts airing until they took it out of the cinemas. Mm. 1.1 billion. I mean, that is fucking crazy. You know, I love me grosses and I like to work <laughs> out my money and all that. But I know I don't no. have to do a conversion this time. Yeah. I just have to no. add it up. But. <laughs> No, we Why did a we did a, a a horror quiz before, and that was one of the questions. Like, oh, what is the highest gross in horror movies? Everyone was saying The Exorcist, The Jaws, but no. Um, I oh, would never said The Exorcist. I think The Sixth Sense, the second one, I think possibly. That I, makes I don't sense. Know, but we, we I don't see that. Can people. we can we do Bruce Willis as a monster? I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends which version of uh, which movie. If we do a cop out, then uh, oh, maybe <laughs> I'll have the nerds on my side. <laughs> But, um, um, what was I gonna? Oh, what was I gonna say? We were talking about. Oh, never mind. Go on. Oh, I was gonna I, ask because because you said at the start that we are like it's it's it has been great that we're getting the the prequel now. Yes, welcome to Jerry. So, where do you think? Or oh, what story? Or do we get? Are we going to get the Easter egg hunt? Or yeah, it's I think pe- so. It's yeah. Pennywise. It's the origin story of Pennywise from his landing on Earth to his adventures mm. at but andy bichetti had this all wrought out and ready before it even being greenlit yeah he yeah. was fucking doing it <laughs> basically the, the 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 story that i i heard was that there was a a meteor shower from the void yes and pennywise or the deadlights or whatever we're calling him at this point was in the meteor that crashed to earth and he um stayed dormant until 1700 and something which mm-hmm. was when he came out and ate all the 300 villagers yeah um and that was adults as well as children because obviously at that point they didn't have tv to corrupt them they didn't mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. they were very innocent people so fear was a thing that was mm-hmm. obviously natural but he ate that many because he was so hungry from being in hibernation and then mm-hmm. his cycle start and the the weird thing about it is I always thought he came out, ate a couple, and fucked back off. But when you look at the timelines, he's out for a good two or three years at a time yeah. in some of them. And then he goes back to a year of hunting them. And then mm. it's one or two years he's back for. And it's like, mm. that dude should be the size of a freaking house. Should be massive. With, with all the, <laughs> the well, changes. To be fair, though, if you could change your form and ch- make it look the way you want. I would I'd be like eating everything and saying, "Okay, I'll be slim now or something." That's I'll it. be I'll be I'll be new Ben. <laughs> be new, ben. <laughs> new Ben after a amount of plastic surgery and yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I'll be I'll be new Ben. Um, the but did you did you know though before like we got the uh, the scars guard it there was someone else who was cast yeah. as it yes, before her yes there um, was a whole whole different director whole different mm. Pennywise. But there was mm. still a wolf Finn, uh wolf what do you call him Finn Wolfhard Finn was still there yeah. um but yeah it was going to be Will Porter yeah. Will Porter from yeah Guardians that would have been interesting it was tipped to be him but prior to that mm-hmm. oh. Andy Muschietti had always had in mind Hugo Weaving he wanted Hugo to play 
Fuck me. Pennywise. Because uh, the V for Vendetta yeah. and obviously seeing him do all the character work he's done over the years. <laughs> he wouldn't even do Red Skull again <laughs> because he didn't want to get into the red pins anymore. He didn't want to get into that uh, makeup. There was no fucking way he was going to do Pennywise. So what did they do? They got Ross Marquand to play the Red Skull, the guy from mm. Walking Dead, and yeah. he can do an impression of Hugo Weaving. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't need That's Hugo all, Weaving. Yeah. He shit the bed He's, on that one. Yeah. He also... <laughs> He also did Megatron, if I'm right, for the old. Yes, was it was yes. it Megatron or was it Optimus? He did one of them. No, I did Megatron. Movies. Yeah, because they got the original guy back for uh, Optimus. What's he called? I can't remember his name. Peter now. Cullen. Peter yeah. Cullen. That's the one he was mentioned yeah. on last week's. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, Hugo Weaving was tipped to be the front runner, that's and then it was crazy. It was pulled down to him and Bill, and the studio wanted to go with Bill because they felt his height was a Mm-hmm. a bonus because i don't know how tall um hugo is but bill's mm-hmm. like six foot four right i think his cut. age might have had something to help him with as well because it's mm-hmm. a lot it's a lot of to ask for an actor the physicality of what pennywise yeah. does well if you mm-hmm. look at that that whilst they are two totally different clowns they still seem to pull off the same thing i mean tim curry was only five nine yeah but he still seemed to bring the intensity of being like grand, massive. Yeah, it was mm. big, but that is Tim, isn't it? You know, yeah. Tim only has to open his mouth and say potatoes, mm. and everybody goes, Oh my God, you're amazing. Potatoes. Because it's just the way he, <laughs> he, he could articulate. And mm. it always gave him this, this grandeur thing. And plus, British accent always seems to work. Yeah. In, in, you know. Yes. But, but, um, yeah, I think with. The- <laughs> With me, with Pennywise, it was always in the eyes. The Tim Curry's eyes. You know how he had a little bit of bulging eyes as well? Like that mm. that, that thing. It was almost something kind of alien about him. And that, I know when you read the book on and you find out a bit more, but that aspect like always to be. And I love the battery acid look as well. When you see the melted side yes. of his face, that, yes. that, that stood like, like just like the makeup wise, when you take away the special effects of the others, because again, I know we've had these arguments and discussions before about CGI and like practical effects, what works better and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. To me, the original one always has the because they didn't have the CGI to do it. Well, they didn't stop motion for God's sake at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had they had to work with what they've got. That was what I wanted to say. Did you notice on the TV show? It's they don't actually say twenty seven years; they say thirty. I he comes around every that. yep. He comes around every thirty years. Mike says it while they're all Mike, who is the dad from Sister Sister, says yep. um, <laughs> in the library he comes around every thirty years. And I went, "Oh, you fucked up there, Mike, because <laughs> it's not." It's You've been drinking, Mike. It's been rounding go... up to be fair. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they said thirty years in the movie in the TV movie, oh. but obviously it's twenty-seven. As we're saying, they don't want to come back when they're 70 and stuff like that, wasn't it? Well, did you know Andy <laughs> Muchetti actually does a cameo in the second one? He's in no. the pharmacy. Yeah. Oh, is go, he? Yeah, if you go and watch it, I'm pretty sure it's the second I one. Just did. They go back to the pharmacy where the, the <laughs> Greta or whatever her name is, is um, working. Oh, yeah. And uh, Andy's walking around in the background. Oh. It's, yeah. It's, it's a weird I, cameo, but it works. <laughs> I'm surprised that more of them weren't in as well, like, that would have been impressive. I, I'm, I, like I know Tim's not that well, and like say everything oh, no. that's happened to him, bless him. But it would have been nice to see him 
just like in the background or just there. Just a, just, a reference, just yeah. a little, a little nod, a little. Oh, oh so, so, Dan's gonna blow us out the way of saying he was or saying. No, no, I, <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking because yeah, there was only two cameos mm. from you know Andy and then obviously Brandon Crane. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I was just trying. I was going through my mental rolodex, going, "Is there any more? Are there any more people oh. in it?" And I'm like, "No, there definitely wasn't." But it's sad <laughs> because they had a potential to use that, but then I suppose mm-hmm. it would take you out. It's too mm-hmm. much. Yeah, it would it would take you out of the movie because you're going, yeah. "Oh, that's that from the first one," and they don't want you to do that. They want you to be intent on the storyline and follow it through and mm-hmm. and do that. So I, I kind of get it, but. Mm. I also I actually found out that Bill used to only speak in Swedish to to confuse the kids as well because obviously Excellent. he's Swedish. <laughs> he's that from, is amazing. He's from the dynasty of the Skarsgårds, isn't he? Yes. So you've got Stellan, oh, yes, Stellan, Stellan and Alexander. Alex, is it Gustav? Yeah, yeah Gustav, you've got Gustav, Gustav and Vikings. Vikings. Um, they've also got a younger brother called. I think it's it starts with a V and I've got anyway, they've got good stock there. Like say, there, oh, do you know what, six of them. There is six boys, possibly and a girl, and I'm not entirely sure because I wasn't sure that the, one of the names seemed incredibly feminine, but I don't mm. want to presume, so there may be more. Yeah. But there was a lot of kids. Stellan's been mm. very bloody busy. To be but, fair though, yeah. in, in Sweden, what 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 is there to do? So he's, he's managed. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have Stellan down as being very tall, so I'm guessing mm. that he's he's just got some good stock him and his wife yeah. because all of his it. kids are tall. They're mm. all tall. I mean, um, Alex is, especially is mm. a giant. Like he doesn't. Uh, it's hard on Vagans because he's constantly in a position of crouching. Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. when he stands up, my God, he's massive. He's coming to. He's going to be with Seth Green at uh, Manchester Comic Con at the end I of kept, the month. I kept so. calling him Loki, and it's not as Loki. Yeah, the <laughs> other half obsessed with uh, Vikings, so <laughs> I've do got like him a good Viking. I've got him a photo to go and meet him, but mm. I'm going to go and meet Seth and finally get this almost completed. This oh, amazing! Oh, that's signature. So, who's who have you got on there? This was given to us as a gift, believe it or not, from Marlon, um, right. who, who played uh, Mike. the young Mike Hanlon, and. It was purely because we were at the Birmingham Horrorcon that they reference in the in the um, documentary that you go to, you can see on Amazon Prime, and um, we had a tattooer next to us called Joe K. Worrell, and Joe's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And they managed they they somehow they'd all decided that they all wanted tattoos that were referencing <laughs> from the movie. <laughs> so there was Marlon Ben. Eddie, well, well, so we go <laughs> try and use their actual name, uh, their their thingy names. You had um, Eddie Spaghetti. You had mm-hmm. Ben. Uh, you had Stanley, um, Mike. So let me count and Tits. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there's five of them on here. So those five all signed this because Rob was we were on the store next to joe and they were all like oh dude what should i have and like rob was like making comments because rob is rob <laughs> and they all absolutely thought he was the best thing since sliced bread and he sat with like marlon holding his hand while he was getting a tattoo <laughs> and every time we see marlon now comes running up to rob going you don't act like you don't know me dude he's really like overexcited every time he sees rob but it's um yeah marlon got a little red balloon and it ballooned behind oh, his my neck God, that's um, amazing. 
they all got little it references like uh, no. i think i think um jared blanket henry got a no. little uh ss georgie as well right. or a flick knife yeah. he got no he got the flick knife that would and make sense i think brandon got a little ss georgie um and then eddie spaghetti turned around and went uh can you do a back to the future skateboard <laughs> and they all started laying into him going no no that's not the point of this that's but, not um, yeah you, you, i love the fact that they got i love the, the red balloon i love they that only, they're literally tiny little yeah. ones, oh but i still think it's great marlon took this from the back and he went i'll be back and he just ran away and we didn't see him again and he came back and we've got yeah we've got those and then henry jared gave us this and he signed it to the to the business but he's mm. he now lives in leicester Oh, right. wow <laughs> so he met and fell in love with a lovely english lady mm. and they have a kid together and he now lives here full time um you seem Jared, so sweet on that documentary he is such a lovely man such a lovely man um and it, it's weird because why mm. live in england and it's just but that but then cool. it, they 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 get it <laughs> there's something about us that they just they just get that is you know what we think about america they think about it and it's so it's yeah. so weird yeah. but i loved his interviews on the documentary when he's the documentary makers are obviously trying to cut deep with him and mm -hmm. he and he gets there and he mm. apologizes for it and it's like no no, no dude no. don't you ever apologize you did it's what you was asked of you <laughs> But no, the documentary makers came up and they were having a chat with us because mm -hmm. um, they were talking about they were going to go on to do a Robocop one, mm -hmm. um, which was I've seen some of the footage of it. And uh, it was they were taking the piss mainly out of, you know, where he falls out the window and his arms are seven foot long. And, <laughs> and they were talking about that. And, uh, but, yeah, we the guys that did it were actually recently interviewed by Ben and Neil on the For the Love of Horror um, right. live feeds. And they were the guys that did this documentary and um, ended up doing the Robocop one as well. Oh, so cool. And they are some of the mm. nicest guys. And like I said to you guys, we're in it, but it's like <laughs> blinking you'll miss it in it. But we're in it and made damn sure I'm going to get every freaking penny I can out of that advert. You know, Definitely. we made it into a documentary as with Seth Green, in, yes, 100%. Seth Green, Tim Curry, you name it. We were in the same documentary, so yeah, I'm it. taking that. It's on Amazon take... Prime. Yeah. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime if you want to view it. Well, before we wrap this bad boy up, I do need to ask you a very important question. Mm -hmm. Who is your favourite member of the Losers Club? Auntie oh. Bev, that'll be creepy. <laughs> no, you just you say you say whoever whoever your favourite is. Oh, it's a hard one because um, depends which version though. Because if it was original, I loved uh, Ben Ben in the original one. Right. But I did I did like the Eddie's Eddie version in the new one. Because Finn Wolfhoss, I know he's great, but he, he he goes over the top and he wasn't quite at the level of, of, of Seth Green, he I think, as Richie. Yeah. But uh, Eddie in this in the new one was the best kid by far, just because he was but I love them in Shazam as well. So, <laughs> yeah, Eddie Spaghetti is my favorite all-time character. It, it goes from the the move the TV movie to this one. I fucking love him. He is. Mm. He, I think you described it best the other day, Dan. You said it was you as a kid. He's me as an adult. <laughs> I, so I, I, but I love the casting of each and every one of the Eddies. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but James Ranskin just fucking blew me away. It's when he's sitting at the table and he goes, and what the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> I just, it, oh, I just love the fact they cast his mother at, to play his As his wife. wife. Yes. And I thought that was really fucking good. Yes, that I, had, so I good. had explained that one and last night. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the that's his mother. And he was like, no, no, that's his wife. I went, oh, no, the actress is the woman who played his mother it's his because wife. you I joke you was... marry someone like your mother mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that that was the running joke with that but um i would have to say my favorite bit would be the line where eddie is with his mum in his house and he pulls the pulls the pills out of his bum bag and he goes and these are gazebos <laughs> or something along the lines of like yeah, this... instead of placebo and every these time, are gazebos and yeah. he throws them and it's just the best that that bit it's just mm. the best bit that sealed Eddie for yeah. me is like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, but I just I love the fact that the two of them, their energies, especially on the new ones, matched yeah. each other so perfectly. But mm-hmm. my favorite line does come from Richie Toza, and it's when they're standing outside the restaurant and he goes, "Let's get out of here before our day ends as bad as one of Bill's books." <laughs> <laughs> Get one into Stephen there. Boom, boom. I loved that line. I did like Bill Hader as Richie Toza, but mm-hmm. it, when it comes to who I'm looking at, who I'm looking, my eye goes straight to Eddie in James Ranskin. Mm-hmm. I just thought he was magical. Love the would, man. For me, as the adults, it would be James uh, John Ritter because he was 100%. his first straight role. Yeah. He was a comedian up to that yeah. point, and that was his first straight role he ever got cast in. Um, mm. So for me, for that reason, John Ritter is the adult, Eddie, yeah. Jack Glazer is Eddie, and um, mm. I think, oh God, what's his name? I've got it written down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't worry. I, I can never remember any of his names. I've stopped trying now. <laughs> Adam, is it Adam Frazel or something like that? Adam, yeah, I yeah. couldn't pronounce it. I, I wrote I, it I down, but I couldn't it. pronounce mm. it. Yeah. But he was, he was at the, um, he's the younger Eddie, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I love that. That's it. From the TV one to the movie one, each and every Eddie. I absolutely mm. love. I thought the adult Eddie was absolutely fantastic in the TV movie one. He was, he was Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> he was the <laughs> just the epitome of Eddie, and I loved it, loved it. So yeah, Eddie, Eddie throughout is my all time favorite. I tell you what though, because I I've spent uh, like the last few days watching the movies. It's made us want to go back and read the book though. That, I have it here. That's audio the thing book that, uh, is the way forward. That's the, what I'm thinking. I, I, that's that's mm. exactly what I'm thinking. Do I just bite the bullet, or because because I am dyslexic, do I read it and it become a triumph? Because I do get these moments in book reading where I'm like, I've got to fucking get through this, and I think that might be one of them. And Why I think I might have to both? read it. Why didn't you have the book in front of you and have it read and like read along with the book with the audio? But I never thought that was an option, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I could. I'm, I've got no. audio. I've got um, what's it called, Audible, and yeah. I do which, have a which our podcasts are on though as well. Yes, our podcasts <laughs> are on Audible too. <laughs> so, have we got any more factoids, or are we wrapping this up? Um, Pennywise only has four minutes of dialogue. Really? In the first film, yeah, four minutes. Richie. Yeah, beep beep, beep Richie. When you add it all together, apparently it only comes to four million, uh, four minutes. Even. Four, One four thing minutes. that we actually forgot to mention 
is the is some of the stuff that Tim Curry says. One of the best lines ever. Kiss me, fat boy. And not just the lines, the laugh. Uh-huh. 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 With a klaxon when he's sitting yeah. over the thing in the in the library. That's just yeah. that's unsettling. And, that and he's just getting really angry. And the scene as well in the library that was just brilliant. How the balloons are popping and the the, the, the well the blood or the fake blood is going in people's faces, and then just none and, of them's reacting. I know they blinked a few times, which impossible not to do. But how good was that? One of them in that library is Fox Mulder's sister. <laughs> David That's where she went. <laughs> she went to Derry. <laughs> the truth is out there, guys. <laughs> and on that note, yes. I think we'll we'll bring this episode to its conclusion. Wow. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic. I am so glad that I've got out this. <laughs> You're leaving this. Derry now. <laughs> I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna take me losers club t-shirt off. We are out of Derry. I was going to say, um, not, done, not quite good. yet. They're not doing his goodwill and stripping on stream yet. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> I'm not quite there. Not yet, anyway. Um, but, so, yes. Sorry, mm-hmm. just to okay. give a little a tie in there as well, because you're leaving Derry, but you're not leaving Stephen King for too long. No, I am not. So, yesterday, here we go. So, <laughs> yesterday on the live podcast, we did a great review of Stand By Me. Because it was great. We, are the, because we are the future. <laughs> yes. We we haven't happened yet. We are the Monday. So mm-hmm. yes, we have Friday we got Star Trek and with um Graham and Goodwill mm-hmm. on is it live this week? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> but they are gonna be there will be a trekking episode up. On Sunday, we are yes, we are returning to Stephen King's universe with or we have already returned to Stephen King's universe with the review of Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. And then, you, so, wow, you it's actually going to happen first. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to discover bodies so and it talk looks about like, it. Yeah, so it looks like we stole from <clears throat> the Sunday show. No. Other way around. We, yeah. we, haven't, we haven't poked no dead bodies with a stick next to some train tracks. We're all good. Yes. We ain't um, got no Will Wheaton in here. <laughs> Will Wheaton. Will, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you can find all of our social medias on the description down below, down below, mm-hmm. right down there, down there. Yes. Um, all of Dan's will be down there as well. Thank you both for for joining. It's been so fun. It's, it's always welcome. a blast. Thank you for having me. Like I say, even though... Uh, I beg you each week, let me on. Just get, no, no, you, you suck. You, you, yeah, you stay yeah. on your Sunday. Get out. Get out. Have you heard him? Well, <laughs> we don't know what next week's episode will be, but we will let you know. Yes, you will it, is a, it is a monster mystery. Oh, <laughs> even to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys, and stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye.